Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, Episode 17, Shopping Local versus Online. Hi, I'm Joe, and tonight's episode we're going to talk about shopping online versus shopping locally. But before I do that, I want to talk about some games that I played recently. So in the last week, I, I got to play two games of Blossoms with Eknum, and that was a that was a fun little game. Uh, you have four flower pots in the center table, and you are growing flowers out of them. And in in the center of the of the play area, you have a draw deck. So the first thing you get to do is you're going to draw a card from that that deck, and you will either grow one of the flowers that is sprouting out of the one of the flower pots, or if it doesn't match one of those four flowers, your turn is over, you discard the card. Uh, if, if you do match it, you can continue to push your luck, or you can play a card out of your hand. Um, once the, the draw deck is depleted, the game's over, and uh, if you're the first player and, and the draw deck runs out at your time, then you can, um, or then, then the next player would play their hand. Um, I, I believe it is only a two-player game with a three-player variant in the rule book. Uh, pretty cool artwork. Uh, pretty simple game to learn. Uh, then we played Unearth, which was a uh, card game with uh, some tile placement in there. And so you are building these um, you're building these areas to try to put monuments in the middle. So you'll build a a, a grid or a hex with with six uh, tiles, and you'll try to match different areas to uh, to create these uh, monuments. I believe they're called. And uh, I'm trying to remember, it's uh, it's really nice artwork. Um, Obviously, it would play a lot better with four players, but two players was not bad. I, I really enjoyed that one, and that was Unearth. Uh, then I got to play, last night, I got to play a game of Euphoria. I haven't played that game in a while. Uh played that with Kim and Tom, and uh, um, that is a dice placement game uh, where you, you, you have a total of four dice in your color, and... You start out with two, and then you have to uh, use resources to get more workers. But it's a dystopian environment. So when you roll your dice, the number of the dice is your your worker's intelligence level. So it has to be a 16, or uh, if it's 16 or greater, you lose one of your workers. And you'll take these dice, because these are your workers, and you'll put them in different locations and try to get resources. And eventually uh, try to uncover marketplaces and put your stars out. Uh, that one's by uh, Stonemeyer Games. I really like that one. That one's been out for, for several years. Um, I first got to play that one in a tournament with the IONS game group uh, several years back at Sanford Hospital. And uh, that's really what, uh, what got my interest on that game. Not to mention the... The artwork is very uh, unique for, for that time. Um, 
Obviously, there's a lot more games out that have that dystopian vibe to it. Um, but I really like the, the color of the dice, um, that uh, almost steampunkish look of the dice as well. And uh, it just really clicked with me. So we played that one. Um, and then uh, I'll be doing a review on it later on. But uh, we got to do a couple playthroughs of Borgata uh, today. And this is a game from uh, Goat Games uh, that they sent me one of their prototypes. And uh, it's, it's, it's a, a mafia-themed deck-building game. And uh, you are trying to uh, control businesses and earn income. And then you want to control some of the boroughs. Of, of New York and uh, if you're playing if you're playing a five-player game you want to control four of the five boroughs to win the game or move up in the books and that is uh, to become the boss or the Don um, we played a game of three players today and we played a game of five players and I cannot wait to, for this game to hit Kickstarter it, it was so much fun. Uh, we did a couple things wrong that were in the rules, and uh, the next time we play it, we'll obviously get that right. But um, the uh, the combat, it, it works really well, and and obviously if you go up against somebody else, there's going to be that that penalty if you lose. And it uh, we really liked it, so can't wait to talk about that one a little bit more. Um, but but keep your keep your ears open for that one and and I'll have a review video as well uh, with a little bit of a playthrough and that is Borgata. Um, so right. let's see here. Uh, the next thing that uh, well I don't I don't believe well the <laughs> the only thing we got in the mail was Borgata and that came from I believe Seattle Washington. Uh, they, they just barely got it out before the next blizzard hit. <laughs> so uh, we were having blizzards around the same time. So hopefully everything's going good over there. And uh, I'm anxiously awaiting more, more stuff for their game. So that is going to hit Kickstarter in April. And I will have a review out hopefully next week along with a, a video and playthrough. Um, so... Uh, the next thing we had was we were doing a, a few interviews about uh, what your preferences on shopping online versus shopping locally. Now, I, I know there's a lot of debate on whether to shop locally and support your local stores or do you shop online. Uh, and, and the thing is, so much anymore that it, it's so diverse because a lot of people do a majority of their shopping online because lives are so busy. Um, the thing is, is with game stores, um, you've got that, that element where you're looking for a play space, you're looking for people to play with, and so that's kind of what they offer. Um, on the other hand, you know, it's if you want a large collection, maybe you have that play space yourself, and and you don't need that, that local game store. But that doesn't also necessarily mean that it, you don't have to shop there. There are things that local game stores offer you that 
an online store might not. So you got to look at all your options. Um, okay, so uh, Jess had done this uh, questionnaire online, and she did. Uh, so since we we got such a great response from our Joes on game care, we're asking for your input on our next topic. Our next topic is buy local or online. Do you prefer to buy from your local game store or do you prefer to buy online? Now for me, it's a little bit of both. I love going and just looking around in game stores and seeing what they have to offer, you know, meeting new people and and checking out the environment. You know, every game store has a different chemistry. They they just they offer something the other one doesn't. And it's just a really unique experience. Um, you know, like whenever I, I travel, I love to just, if I see a little game store, um, I like to just go in and check it out. Uh, where my parents live in Two Rivers, there's a little uh, store called The Game Dealer downtown. Uh, I checked that one out. Really cool to, to, to do, um, to see <clears throat> their store, uh, the environment, just kind of have some fun and, and check things out. I uh, went to Green Bay and there was um, a, a store called Gnome Games and they had a cool little niche where everything was gnomes. Um, they had lawn gnomes in the uh, in the shelving that were hidden. Uh, their, their store sign had a lawn gnome leaning on a 20-sided die. Um, you've got the Dragon's Den in, uh, in Sioux Falls. Uh, they are. They have a big location now. The uh, last time I was in there, they said they were looking at getting a tavern in the back. I think that'd be really cool, especially with the name Dragon's Den. Have a tavern there. Um, you got the game chest downtown. Um, they've got a really cool logo that looks like a like a pirate's chest or a treasure chest. And so, you know, what would be cooler to find a treasure chest than when games inside of it? Um, then you got Rainbow Sports Cards and Collectible. They've been around since I was a kid. You know, I used to go in there and, and, and talk to John and Jay, and, you know, I'd go in there, and uh, John would always get me my X-Men stuff, and, you know, I knew their dad. Um, so that one's been around for a very long time. My dad used to go in there and buy a ton and ton of, of football cards from them, and we, did, we knew them for years. Um, the next one is... Uh, uh, let's see here. <laughs> Do you have a local game store? Uh, for me, my local game store might not be considered uh, your typical local game store. Um, my local game store has been miniature market for, for years. And I consider them local because they're in the Midwest. Um, they have great customer service. They offer affordable prices. And the fact that, that I go down to Geekway every year now, uh, you know, I get to go down there and check out their store, and they, they offer just such cool stuff. You know, it's it's quite a bit different experience than going to, like, Fantasy Flight and and seeing the stuff that they have to offer. Um, but it's it's unique in, in all the aspects. So I really enjoy Miniature Market. Now, that does not does not mean that I don't go to the local stores in Sioux Falls or when I go to Minneapolis, I go to Source, Fantasy Flight, or, you know, Two Rivers, Green Bay, anything in between. Um, I love to just to get out and meet new people, and and the, just the fact that I can go around 
and uh, look at these games. Touch them, hold them, <laughs> you know, ogle over the back and the artwork. That's what I like to do. Uh, the next question she had was, if you buy local, what makes you return to that store? Uh, for me, it is a lot to do with customer service. Um, atmosphere also plays a big part into it. You know, if I, if I go into a game store and it just smells like sweat, <laughs> and, and there are game stores out there, I'm sure, um, that just you, you go in and it just it hits you in the face just like going into a gym. And and you just it's it's not well ventilated, and it's, it just it really turns you off from wanting to go in there and shop and spend time. Um, a place to play games with friends really doesn't come into consideration with me, uh, just because I love to make friends there, and then have them over to my place. Because uh, where where I have my own game room, I'm comfortable here. Uh, I'm welcoming to people, and it's just it's it's quiet, and I don't have to worry about people, you know, bumping into me, trying to get past me to to look at other games and that kind of stuff. And also, it's just it's so much more relaxing. I don't have to worry about store hours or or you know having to constantly buy drinks there or whatever. You know, it's just it's a lot more relaxing to do it at my house. So really, it, it comes down to customer service uh, primarily for me. Um, you know, if you if you go into a store and you spend money regularly, and they just kind of look at you as a paycheck, and they don't give you that that customer service that you deserve, then chances are you're probably not going to be going there frequently or at all. Uh, but if you go in there and and I'm not saying they need to know your name, but if you go in there and they're courteous, and they're kind, and they're welcoming, and they put the effort forth, then chances are I'm going to continue to, to shop there, whether it be on a regular basis or not. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to put the time in and, and go to their store, because they made me feel like a customer and not just a, a sale, if that makes sense. You know, I'm, I'm a little more welcomed there. So, uh, Chances are I'm going, to, I'm going to put a little more, more time into spending time there. Uh, the next question they had was, uh, have you ever had a bad experience at a local game store? I unfortunately have had several. <laughs> uh, I don't know if, if it's just me or if I'm a magnet to it. Um, and I, I get that I'm not probably the easiest person to get along with. Um, but on the other hand, I do try to put the best foot forward when it comes to people in general and and I love the fact that anybody's trying to do a game store um, you know I, I had the dream of doing one myself for a very long time and and I was actually in the process of, of doing something similar to that um, it's just at, at one point I had to choose my career over my hobby and I chose my career because my career put money on uh, in my pocket and and food on the table so, um, and it was getting it was getting too big too fast for me to do by myself, and uh, I just had to make that that decision, and it was a very very hard decision. Uh, not everyone took that well, uh, and then you know, with me it's you run into medical problems, and and I'm not going to get into all of that, but 
with a lot of stress, and I, I, I'm a manager of a garbage company. And, and when I say I'm a manager, you know, most people say, oh, I'm a manager, and they have six other managers help them out. It is me and the owner. And then we have 12 to 15 employees. So it is seriously the, <laughs> the owner and me that work hand in hand to run this company. And and I am basically his right hand. So I get stressed out sometimes and I don't have time for my family, for my hobby, and it's just I, I become a machine almost. So I just I, I do my job, I don't complain, and I just I get to it. And and unfortunately as as great of an employee that that, that sounds like, that's also my curse. <laughs> so um I try to make time for the hobby, but and I know it kind of is a, is a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> and my wife is here right now. She would she would tell you that uh, you're on another tangent. And the only thing that would make that tangent better is the fact that I I love Highlander. <laughs> so, um, but I I truly do enjoy people. I enjoy their company. Uh, but what ruins that is toxic people and you know if, if you don't fit in with these people you're an outsider and and I know for a lot of gamers you know we're we're not the most social people um, but you walk into a game store and you're in the hobby that they're into and you would think that they would be open and accepting warm and welcoming but they're really not. It is a fight to get into a game group, to be accepted. It, you have to really put yourself out there, and that is very hard for people to do. You know, it, it just like doing a podcast. If you're not the most accepting person or friendly person, it, it can be very hard and very tough. And and I, I don't have a ton of friends, but I have enough to... Uh, to really enjoy the hobby. And and even if I didn't have a ton of friends, you know, I've got six kids and a wife, so I've got plenty there. I could probably count them into playing some games. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much on our, uh, it for our topic, uh, for, for my response. Um, Tom had a response, and I did not get to do an interview with him earlier. Uh, he had prior engagement. Uh, so I will read what he had to say. Tom says, I do tend to buy local for the actual game, mostly because I probably had an opportunity to play it there, and they had it in stock. I kickstart also, and I suppose that can be considered online. Accessories or upgrades are almost always purchased online. My FLGS here is the game chest. They've developed a very strong community with a great space for getting information on games and buying games and playing games. And that is what Tom had to say. Alyssa had a response as well. She says, I have purchased games in various stores as well as online. I also have purchased used games from stores and individuals. I don't have a preference except that I would choose the place 
with the lowest price if that were a choice. All things being equal, though I would prefer to buy locally. The sales tax helps the state as well as the city. I appreciate the game chest offers games for rent. It's a good way to try them out before purchasing. I also appreciate places such as Barnes & Noble that set out games for customers to play while they sit. Now, the, uh, the game rentals is actually, uh, I'm glad that Alyssa brought that up. Um, so there are, are stores that do game rentals. Um, the one in Two Rivers also does game rentals. They do uh, a game rental for $2 a night. And then if you want it for an additional night, it's, it's a dollar more. Um, I'm not 100% sure on what the prices are at Game Chest, um, but that's a great, great thing to do. I know Fantasy Flight, um, they do a, if you're playing it there, I don't think you can take games outside the store, but if you play it there, they have a free library, um, but obviously that's in Minneapolis or the one of the suburbs, I think uh, Rosewood or something like that, or Roseville, um, and then... Um, Miniature Market also has a library, and I believe that's a low cost for the whole day, um, but that might be a free one as well. I'm not sure. But again, that's St. Charles or St. Louis area, um, so you'd have a heck of a drive if you live in Sioux Falls. But, um, you know, the other other aspect of that is also, um, you know, friends. If, if your friends have a lot of games, you know, you might be able to borrow if they borrow games out. If not, then you know what? Hit them up. Say, hey, can I come over and play a game? And let's play that game that you have. So there's another way of, of checking out. You know, not everything has to cost money. So, um, and especially with gamers' budgets. You know, we're not, we're, we're not all made of money. And, you know, if you, if, you, if you rent a game, what you have to understand is if you like that game, you actually have an added expense on top of that game. So if you rent the game for $5, and then you go buy the game MSRP, well, you actually paid $5 above MSRP for that game. So if you can find your friend or someone else that has it to play for free, that's obviously the best best situation. But if you can't, then it's nice to know that uh, there are stores out there that do rent out games. So um, let's hear from a couple of our other uh, listeners. Uh, I got the opportunity to, to do an interview with Kim and an interview with Eknum. Let's hear from them. All right, so I'm here with Kim, and we're going to see what her opinion is on buying for your local game store or online. So do you prefer to buy from your local game store or prefer to buy online? I buy from a variety. Uh, I do like to buy from my local game store. I like to support local because um, I appreciate being able to go into a game store and mm. uh, peruse what they have and be able to. So I always do try to buy some of my items from the local game stores. Right. Okay. Um, so you don't have a preference, so, but you do. I you do, do not have a preference. Like, I do both. Okay. But I do like but having do, the availability, yeah. so I do like to support my local yep. game stores as well. I love just going around and looking around. So, so do I. It's, it's the feel of, of having it in your hand. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's something that online does not give you. Online yes. does not give you the ability to hold it in your hand and, you know, you know, look at it and feel it. And, yeah, so, I mean, there's nothing that can substitute for that. That's the, I don't know how many games I've just bought on an impulse because it looks pretty in the back of it. And you start reading. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll get this one. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I mean, I was in the local game store, like, uh, just last week. Mm -hmm. And she had a whole 
bunch of games that I had actually never even heard of. And I have a lot of games, mm-hmm. and I was incredibly surprised that there were, you know, all these different things that she had that I hadn't even heard of. And so, I mean, it would, uh, so it's a way of discovery, too. It is. Um, and it's a way of discovery of being able to just go in there and see what's there and, you know, expose yourself to something that you might not have searched for. Okay. Do you have a local game store that you prefer, or do you, you try to spread it around? I do try and spread it around. Um, we have three here in Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. and um, I would say that I go to at least two of them more frequently. I go to the other one less and less frequently, but I, you know, try and spread it around a little bit. When you go out of town and stuff like that, do you try to visit the local game Absolutely. stores there too? I love that. That's like my favorite part of traveling. Yeah, I always try to find a local game store. Um, obviously, going to Minneapolis is one mm. of my favorite, you know, places I have to go to yep. work or whatever because then I can go up, you know, to. Uh, the uh, Fantasy Flight Center and stuff oh, yeah. like that. And that's always fun. It's nice to see the, just the different things that they offer. So I always like the the different names of the game stores too. Yeah. Uh, so if if you buy local, what makes you return to that store? Is it customer service, atmosphere, place to play games with your friends? It's going to be a variety, but I think a lot of it has to do with the proprietor um, of the game stores. Um, the, the, the person you have to interact with mm-hmm. um, they have to be friendly and they have to be able to facilitate that, um, you know, a, a relationship. Yep, I agree uh, with that. They had, uh, you know, I work in technology and one of the things we went through training a while back and one of the things is becoming a trusted advisor. And you have to be a trusted advisor with like your uh, people. The first thing that turns me off is when I go into a game store and they look at me as a girl and they say, do you know what you're looking at? Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, I probably know more about what I'm looking at than you know what I'm looking at. So, um, but the the fact is, is that, you know, you really have to have that relationship with your customer. And, um, you know, I, the local game stores here in town do their very best to facilitate that relationship. Good. Um, when you buy online, do you look for convenience or selection or deals? Or what brings you online? A little bit of everything. Okay. Um, you know, I'm looking for something that my game store locally can't provide me. Um, I'm looking for, you know, the deluxe super versions or something like that, like Kickstarter yep. things that you can get. I'm looking for all those kinds of things. I'm, you know, looking for exclusivity things that I might not be able to get locally or get within a you know certain time frame locally because sometimes like, you know, there's a lag there. So, uh, there's certain things that I want to be the first person on the block to have. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Everyone likes being that. Uh, have you ever had a bad experience at a local game store? Um, I know there's been quite a few in Sioux Falls in the past. There have been. Um, sometimes I'm surprised at some of the you know negative relationships that some of the proprietors you know um, have with some of their customers. Um, you know, I, I it hasn't necessarily happened to me, but mm-hmm. I have seen it happen where, you know, there's been a uh, really negative response between, like, the proprietor and, like, one of the customers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that would turn me off right away. Yeah. That yep. would really turn me off. So, but that hasn't happened to me, but I've seen that happen to other people. Yep. Uh, what do you look for in a game, a local game store? When What's your favorite part of it besides the, the interaction between the owners? Selection is important. Okay. Um uh, if they just have like five games on their shelf, that's not really a game store. No, that's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's even less than like Walmart or Target. Yeah. Um, but I, I look for, um, you know, uh, the be, place to being able to play games, a community, um, 
And uh, I think the community is really the most important because that's how we get to learn, you know, a little bit about each other. We find other people to play with by, you know, finding that community. Okay, I agree with that. Um, do you have anything else to add about local or or online? Mm, I don't think so. I think okay. I'm giving you pretty much. You did. You did a really <laughs> good job. I appreciate your time. You're very welcome. All right, thank you. Thanks. All right, I am here with my buddy Eknum, and we're going to see what he has to say on the topic of buying local or online. So the first question we have for you is, uh, do you prefer to buy from your local game store or do you prefer to buy online? And do you have a local game store? When I'm buying my games, most of the time in general, I buy online. I have in the past bought some games from a local store. If the variance is maybe one or two dollars, but most of the time, if it's any greater than that, I just don't like paying MSRP for games. So do you have a favorite local game store or somewhere that you prefer to buy your games locally instead of online? So I have bought games at Rainbow Sports, but then again I bought other things there, like sleeves or, or pockets or something like that to encase in the games because that one interview you had before about how I take protect my games and stuff like that. I bought things there from Rainbow for that. And a couple times I bought things from Dragon's Den. If you buy local, what makes you return to that store? Is it customer service, atmosphere, a place to play games with friends? So actually, I've not found a local game store that really accommodates very well. It uh, went down to St. Louis last year and bought a miniature market at their store. They were very friendly. They were very curious. They asked me a bunch of questions. They worked with me. Um, I haven't found a store that falls like that. Why do you buy online? Is it for convenience, selection, deals? And do you have a favorite online location that you, you order off of? I buy about 99% of my games online. I like the fact that they don't charge MSRP. I do like their deals that they have, like at uh, the day after Thanksgiving and stuff. And um, dealing with miniature market especially, they're... Their customer service is just tremendous. I just love dealing with them. Uh, one of my favorite places to go to right now is Miniature Market, although I do buy it from Cardhouse too, but Miniature Market is a $99 free shipping. Cardhouse is on a $25 free shipping. So, and Miniature Market has a great option called Hold. I love that option. And their customer service, again, is just fantastic. Have you ever had a bad experience at a local game store or online? So at a local game store... I went in to buy something one time, and I was looking at a game there too, and I made a comment to them, well, I can get this so much cheaper online, and they just got totally upset with me, berated me that whole day, so I didn't even go in there, I didn't even buy what I originally wanted to buy, I just didn't buy anything from them. Unfortunately, online I've had a couple instances too. One is, sometimes you get packages in the mail, and they're dented, and you didn't order ding and dent. And dealing with one of the companies I deal with online, I've had to go through a lot of problems to get because they want the pictures and everything else in the game, and I'll tell them, you know, I don't have the access to do that. And they will they will finally get over their manager and say, no, we can do this for you, and I, and I go, that's good. The other problem I had one time is I ordered a package from them with a certain game. When I got the package, the game wasn't there. When I got back to them, they said, oh, we're out of stock of that game. There's nothing we can do for you. You're just out of luck. 
So what do you look for in a local game store, or what would you like to see done in a local game store or done better than what we have right now? I realize local game stores deal with a smaller quantity of merchandise, so they're trying to make as much money as they can off the merchandise they have. But it would be nice if they would have some kind of program where if you're a steady customer of theirs and you purchase X amount of games with them, that they'll give you, start giving you a little bit of a discount on future games that you buy, or if it once wrong, they give you a special and say, we'll give you 20% off or 25% off of the game. That would be nice to see. Unfortunately, I've never seen that. So basically what I'm saying is, you know, these people that are spending all the money at these places, they're really helping support the store already. So just be nice a little bit if the store would show them a little gratitude, a little appreciation that they're spending so much at their store that they would, you know, be willing to help them and encourage them to buy even more because if you're getting some kind of a benefit from it, you're going to spend even more money. And then I think in the long run, they would benefit more too. I really appreciate the time you took to do the interview. Uh, is there any other final thoughts that you have? So when it comes down to it, I personally support more online stores. But it's, it's nice that other people feel that they need to support your local stores. I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't usually go play at the stores. I don't really check out the stores. I don't really get involved with the stores. So to me, the online stores is as local as I can be. And you know what? We're in an online community now, and I'm part of that community. So a follow-up question, if you don't mind me asking. Uh, you don't play at the stores, but... Other than my house, is there any places you like to play? I play at home. I play with friends at their house. I play with family, extended family at their house. I come over here and play with you. I enjoy going to small cons and playing at small cons. Um, I don't really like environments where there's a lot of uh, noise and a lot of confusion. I don't like playing where there's a lot of profanity where there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, just some of the stuff that goes on out there. I don't, I don't like playing at those places. I like more family-type playing, family situations, wholesome, good-hearted places to play. I really appreciate you taking the time to do an interview with us tonight. Uh, maybe someday we will actually get you on here with your real voice. All right, so that was Eknum and Kim with the interviews. Um, so, upcoming events, we have, uh, For the Love of Gamers, which is also kind of, I guess, a birthday party for me that my wife's throwing, uh, this coming Saturday, and that's from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., and, uh, we'll have all of my kiddos there, and I'm hoping my wife will be there, and we'll see, uh, which ones of my friends will come over. And hopefully some of Jess's, which I are now, I, w- I would have to say, are our friends, because I do consider her friends and my friends, because they're very nice people and I enjoy their company. So, if any of them actually listen to this, I don't know. Um, but, hopefully some uh, some people come over, we'll play some games. I'm um, hoping to get some more playthroughs of Borgata. Um, get that to the table again, and then Sunday we'll, we'll hopefully do a video review and a podcast review. Um, get those out within the next week or so. Um, upcoming after that, 
we have uh, an extra leaf meeting in March, I believe. Um, and following that, I'm not sure what all is coming up, but we typically have a game day at least once a week. Um, you know, if, if you would like to join our group, you're, you're more than welcome to. You know, we do have a Facebook group. Um, you can always email me for information, too, if you're not on Facebook. And that's at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com. Uh, I get back to people pretty quick on that. Um, I, I've forgotten to announce our winner for the Harry Potter code names, and I just gotten a hold of him this week. Uh, it was Joe Weber from Spencer, Iowa, and and we had met him down at Lakes Area Game Fest just briefly, uh, but uh, he was our winner of the Harry Potter code names, and we'll be sending that out to him. Um, we are probably going to take a break from our giveaways for right now because we are going to hoard all of our games <laughs> for the Extra Life event. And what we are going to do is we're going to have uh, possibly some giveaways there, but we're going to put some packages get together for um, silent auctions. And we're going to try to raise some, some money for the kids uh, that way. Um, we're also going to try to get some packages put together from local businesses. Uh, I know our friend and local author, John Thornton, had said that he's going to donate some books uh, and possibly uh, sign some of them if I can persuade him to do that. Uh, I don't think that would take much to persuade him. <laughs> so um, I am a huge fan of his books, and I can tell you right now, if you have not read any of them, uh, he writes an awesome sci-fi series uh, about uh, the colony ships. Um, the, the one that I'm reading right now is a series called The Vanguard, and I really, really enjoy them. I'm a huge sci-fi guy, and uh, it's, it's so cool to, to know the author, so... Um, obviously, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, I'll probably go on and on about his books. <laughs> but basically, I'm telling you to read them. Uh, you can find them on Amazon. Uh, he is also on Audible as well. So if you don't have time to read and you just listen like you do with this podcast, you can sure listen to his books. So um, he, is, he is continuously working on books. He puts out one every four months, I believe he takes it takes the right one, so I'm sure whatever time it takes to print them up and, and stuff like that. So probably two a year, I'm guessing. Um, and he he also is designing a game, which I got the pleasure of testing out with him as well with Eknum, and that was uh, Divided America. And um, hoping that uh, he will get that one to Kickstarter here soon, and uh, I will be a very loyal backer to that as well. Um, always cool to know these game designers and authors. Um, we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, the Battle of the Midwest or something like that. So we had militia in um, Minot, North Dakota, and uh, militia in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I was the militia. And we had Eknum coming in from the west, I believe. And John was coming in from the east. 
and uh, my militia hunkered down and won the game. So I had a lot of fun with that. Looking forward to getting that one to the table. And you never know, maybe I can persuade John to bring that to Extra Life as well and uh, promote his game a little bit. So, um, and obviously, the uh, the Extra Life is a continuing thing. We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, this Saturday, I believe. And um, I think we're going we're gonna to start getting some details down. We obviously have a location, again, that's St. Michael's. We're going to have it for the 24 hours there. Um, we're going to see what we can figure out for food and, and just different things. So um, really looking forward to doing that. I had done it two years ago, and it was, it was a great experience, uh, just the simple fact of raising money to help kids. Um, I didn't have the greatest experience with it. Ended up, ended up kind of going home early, uh, just lack of people to play with. You know, everyone kind of had their own groups. I'm hoping to, to create something different with this extra life and, and just make sure everybody has somebody to play with. Um, that is that's a big thing that I, I am all about is making sure that nobody is left out. Um, and sometimes it's very hard to do because I, I know not everybody gets along with everybody, um, but it's just keeping the, the hobby, having fun with that, you know, and, and putting petty differences aside. Just enjoying the game, the experience, and the hobby. And, and just getting along with your fellow man. So that's that's what I'm hoping to do. And I'm going to try to get off my soapbox a little bit there. Um, but my my main thing again is, is I just, I truly enjoy people. And uh, I, I love the just the fact that I can have so many people around me that that care enough to to spend time with me and, and play games. You know, games obviously are a big part of my life. It's it's something that I didn't have a whole lot when I was a kid. It was video game, video game, video game for me, and and I never really had that personal interaction with people. And this is this is something that I really enjoy, and and my kids are getting into it. Um, and, and the fact that my wife is getting into it, I really enjoy that. You know, there's nothing better than sitting down and playing a game with my wife. So um, she is, is one of my greatest friends, and I would say probably my best friend. Just just the fact that uh, she's taken the time and, and spent that with me. And, and it all is also, it takes a special person to, to be a third wife and a stepmother to two separate groups of children and then have the patience to deal with a crazy board gamer husband <laughs> on top of that. So um, I will end with that and we'll give you our, our little segments after this. But for me, that's it. Good night. I'm Joe. Have a good night. 
You have power. The power to save lives. The power to defeat illnesses. The power to use games for good. You can be a hero for local sick and injured kids through Extra Life, a 24-hour gaming marathon that supports a local Children's Miracle Network hospital in your community. Join 50,000 gamers from all across the world as we battle the enemy illnesses and injuries facing local kids. Play games. Heal kids. Find out more at extra-life.org. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast page. You can also join our Facebook group at Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can listen to us on Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please give us a rating on whatever format you're listening to. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com. 